Hello friends how are you all hope you are doing great at various aspects of your lives when i was studying in high school sanskrit or sanskrit was one of the school subjects it exposed me to various ancient indian literary gems we used to have chapters from a number of masterpieces by various authors like mag Kalidas Bhas and many more Swapna Vasav Dattam was one such masterpiece we got a chance to read a chapter from it as part of our course what reminded me of that now well recently i got a chance to read Udayan the forgotten pandava published by Lidstad Publishing. The book is originally written by Rajendra Kher in Marathi. The English version we are talking about here is translated by Prashant Talinkar. If you look at the chronology, Udayan was a descendant of Pandavas. Actually, we do honor Ramayana written by Valmiki and Mahabharata written by Vedvyas. is two masterpieces of the ancient indian literature rightly of course but a very few of us know about brihat katha written by gunadya gunadya was a poet par excellence his work is quite competent to both ramayana and mahabharata it is said that gunadya wrote around 7 lakh verses and named them brihat katha It was written in the Paishachi language. The story was so mesmerizing that even birds and animals used to come to hear it and they were absorbed by the story so much that they even forget to eat and drink in order to preserve and spread the masterpiece. Gunadya was suggested to meet a king and document it and spread it well. He then sends two of his disciples to meet King Satvahan for the same. The king didn't pay much attention to the story, especially because it was written in Paishachi language and disarted disciples returned to Gunadya. Gunadya, in the rage and disappointment, lit a fire in the jungle at the top of the mountain and started burning the verses of Brihat Katha by reading them aloud it brought animals and birds from the jungle to hear the story the news reached the king in an unusual way after knowing the power of the story the king realizes his mistake and went to the mountain top where the fire was lit he apologized to gunadya and asked him to stop burning the story he was ready to do everything he can to fulfill gunadya's wishes the damage however was already done from 7 lakh verses 6 lakh verses were already burnt remaining 1 lakh verses were then preserved eventually pandit somdev sharma wrote katha sarit sagar in sanskrit from the same another pandit kshemendra wrote Brihat Katha Manjari from Brihat Katha The original Brihat Katha was in Paishachi 
and no authentic version is available nor the language is known these days as far as i know so whatever is available from the same is in the form of two sanskrit books mentioned above the power of those sanskrit translations is evident in the fact that various respected sanskrit poets inspired to write plays poetry poems and stories from the incidents explored in the same the story of udayan vasavadatta padmavati yugandharayan pradyot vasantak and goshavati veena is explored in brihat katha and is told in this book by rajendra kher the book cover the protagonist of the book udayan was a fantastic warrior and a legendary veena player the story explores his love stories and battles both whenever arjun or arjuna is referred it is obvious to imagine a figure having his arrows and bow they were kind of extensions to his body being a descendant to arjuna it is obvious to have a similar imagination for udayan too as you can see the book cover has an illustration of a warrior standing in a striking pose with his arrow loaded on his bow the black illustration of the warrior prince the front of the green and blue yellow illustrations of a natural scene in the background makes it really eye catching the colors are soft to the eyes it is not super attractive nor it uses cheerful colors it is a simple and decent cover page let us take a bird's eye view of the story explored in the book as said earlier very few readers are familiar with brihat katha especially when you compare it with those who know about ramayana and mahabharata and thus the story of udayan for those who already know the story it is a kind of retelling udayan the crown prince of what's kingdom is already the king now as his parents king shahasranik and his queen both have renounced their lives as per the tradition in ancient india the life is divided into four segments the first one is brahmacharya ashram to learn and to get ready for the life second grihastha ashram to enjoy the life and do the best for yourself and follow your patience of course by doing better things for the others too the third segment is vanaprastha ashram to hand over the baton to the next generation and do more of the social work and provide guidelines to the next generation and the fourth segment is sanyasta ashram to gradually detach yourself from material stuff and releasing emotional bondages getting ready for the ultimate truth the death and the king and queen have realized that it is their time to hand over the baton to udayan udayan was a fantastic and ferocious warrior 
he is exceptionally good with bow and arrows as well as swords the problem however was his lack of love and enthusiasm for the battles and even administration of the kingdom yugandharayan the chief minister of the kingdom is administering the kingdom almost single handedly the boundaries of the kingdom shrunk gradually and emperor shahastranik's son udayan no longer enjoys the status of an emperor he was reduced in being just a king it hurts yugandharayan the most he wanted to see the same glory for his kingdom and king both he tirelessly worked towards the betterment of the kingdom and the king it all started when the army of vats returned from the battle defeated yugandharayan wanted the things to be taken seriously by the king who is quite busy with his music escapades of course udayan is a gifted warrior and a fantastic musician his goshavati veena is like an extension to his body and when he played it he was able to mesmerize people and even animals and birds with the power of the same during one such experiment he even risked himself by giving an escape to the security arrangements made by yugandharayan and was saved in time ujjaini was another mighty kingdom and his king pradyot titled as chandramahasen somehow found it amusing to see the downfall of udayan and his kingdom he started considering himself as the most powerful king in the entire bharatavarsh he has a very loyal and intelligent minister buddhadatta who is competent to yugandharayan the defeat in the battle doesn't affect much to udayan but definitely it was taken seriously by yugandharayan and rumanavan the chief of vats army pradyot also started planning to establish himself as the emperor of bharat and started conspiracies to defame udayan and capture him or defeat him whatever is possible what turn fate takes from here and how the love story of udayan and vasudeva tablasum who was vasantak who is padmavati and how was she entered into the picture will the dream of yugandharayan for his king and kingdom be achieved you can get answers to all these and many other questions by reading udayan the forgotten pandava on the course you will meet udayan rumanavan yugandharayan vasantak vijaya virachika pradyot buddhadatta vasavadatta गोपालक अनुपालक मंजुलिका दर्शक पद्मावती एंड मेनी अदर कैरेक्टर्स मोस्ट ऑफ द इंसिडेंट्स टूक प्लेस इन वत्स किंगडम मेनली इन कौशंबी द कैपिटल सिटी एंड द जंगल एरिया ऑफ द किंगडम उज्जयनी किंगडम मेनली इन अवंती द कैपिटल सिटी एंड द बॉर्डर एरिया magadh kingdom and other areas of bharatvarsha 
what are my thoughts about this book the book is a long and interesting read the characters are developed quite well the strongest character in the book is of yugandharayan of course udayan is the protagonist and events revolve around him but it is like the story of chandragupta and chanakya just for easy understanding i use this metaphor chanakya and chandragupta born much later but their story is comparatively more known and popular the love story of vasudatta and udayan is explored interestingly the game pradyot played is quite interesting too modern generation may not find the incidents involving vasantak amusing they will find them interesting of course his role is of a vidushak in the original scripture and as you know the joker is mostly the best actor in the lot with so many hidden skills ghoshvati veena and sari part game much like shatranj or modern day chess are nothing less than human characters in the book the author is good at exploring scenes be it natural beauty a combat scene dark nights in the village conspiracies happening in the palace or game played by intelligent minds the book has all of them written convincingly the book refers udayan as a king of sun dynasty but pandavas were chandravanshis so how can that be possible i found a space is missing between words in a few places especially in the second half of the book there are phrases like bharat varshan subcontinent the princesses elephant where you see proofreading mistakes all this could have been taken care of during proofreading of course i think having a glossary will make the book easier to read as there are many characters the author is good at word plays and there are some remarkable one liners in the book like yugandharayan's mind was a whirlpool of conflicting thoughts on the same notes i like the following line as well the road was completely deserted with only the oil torches on both sides burning in lonely solitude the book offers some inspirational and full of wisdom lines like the constant memory of failure deprives a man of hope of future success b if he accepts defeat as a challenge and redoubles his efforts he can find the path towards the light in success have humility in failure effort and fortitude if we can but achieve this we will remain balanced in both situations people lose out on present happiness by worrying about pain that may come their way in the future it is a fact that an anxiety kills a man before his time the world is harsh and cruel at times it is you who need to overcome the hurdles and come out unscathed even the kingship or politics is not a bed of flowers and the throne is often nothing less than a thorn of course it applies to those who understand their own responsibilities for non serious and dim-witted rulers 
it is like the resources of joy are at his or her disposal in those cases the citizens suffer the most the book explores similar stuff in quite an interesting way in politics one man's pain is of another man's joy that is how it always is in life some people work hard and make sacrifices so that others can enjoy themselves in politics the personal hardships or pleasures of a king do not matter senapati only the kingdom and its citizens are important a troubled mind puts a man's life under stress especially those who are in politics the thing is that such a person cannot even openly admit that he is under stress nor can he discuss it with anyone the following lines explore the human psyche in a simple yet effective manner if you wish to draw a person out of some addiction you must present him with alternative achieving a long desired goal excites even the most placid men reading the following lines will remind you of current situations you must have heard or read your elders uttering such lines the same scenario was back and thus it seems that it will be the same moving the point forward also are we progressing as human beings or what in ancient times individuals were focused on imbibing ethics developing a sense of purpose and duty and achieving personal development and evolution in fact this formed the chief purpose of life the philosophy and ideology has become diluted with time or is it the ultimate truth if i had to pick one line from the book possibly i would settle for the following all days are good yugandarayan it is our state of mind age and experiences that make them good or bad by now you must have got an idea about the literary qualities of the book and the level of linguistics you will come to explore when reading it i hope i was able to keep as many spoilers at the bay as possible some of them are inevitable though so what is the conclusion if you like exploring indian that is bharatiya mythology and retelling of ancient tales this book is definitely a must read it is a good reading experience for everyone there is no age bar despite having love stories and wars explored in the book overall i enjoyed reading the book thinker views rating well i will give it around 8 stars out of 10 so what do you think about this book have you read it are you going to read it what do you think about this book review do you find it helpful in finding the aspects of the book without revealing too much of the book please share your genuine remarks via comments below if you find it worthy to share it with your friends family members or any other readers or fellows whom you think such books interest your efforts would be appreciated
till we meet with our next podcast bye bye take care namaskar